0: Do you all remember Mindless Behavior? The American boy band, very popular between 2011 to 2013, they did a mixture of hip-hop and R&B. And if you were my age back in 2011, then you were in high school and knew at least one girl in your neighborhood who loved these guys. They had songs like My Girl. And the other major song of theirs I remember particularly because I may have had a crush on a girl who loved it is Mrs. Wright, And beyond just those two singles, Mindless behavior was a pretty big deal in a time when young talented artists were a thing. Again, consider the fact that during the same period, we got Justin Bieber, one direction, the Jonas brothers, Miley Cyrus was still sold to the kids, young Demi Lovato. Remember her? But, As with some of the artists I've just mentioned, this band of brothers were not without their controversies. In fact, to date, they are no longer a band. Their separation seemed to happen in stages. One of them left and then the other followed. And then they got a replacement, but the music just didn't flow like it did when it was just the original band members. And then there were no more. Now, there are some valid music industry reasons why boy bands like Mindless Behavior break up. It's happened before, but there tend to be some problems around child stars that make me even question whether or not we should be supporting them as a society. Unfortunately, it's not just music and entertainment. There are more important, more pressing issues we need to pay closer attention to And in today's confession, I think we're going to do just that. My name is Martin King, and you are listening to Confessions of a Creative Conversationalist. Now, the story of mindless behavior is probably no different to that of many other child stars. These young men grew up in their homes and at some point in their upbringing, it was clear that they had an interest in or a gift for music or dancing or entertaining in one way or another. Whether this interest was born with them or they took it in as influence from the people around them is a whole debate on its own. And maybe that's worth thinking about right at the beginning. Are these children, as we're mostly told, God gifted with these singing and dancing abilities? Or do their parents push it upon them from an early age? That's certainly, for me, a question worth asking around the topic of child stars. And whenever they're presented to us is, well, were they born with this talent or was it actually thrust upon them? And when you hear the background of a mindless behavior... You hear that these boys were found by a talent agent who was intentionally looking across America to put together a boy band and likely organized some auditions to make this happen. Some of the boys came in through the auditions. Others had already built some kind of social standing as a young talent. Case in point, prodigy who was already singing and dancing as a child. I mean, if you watch the documentaries done on the group, you might come across a video of this young man singing Mario's Let Me Love You, word for word. (laughs) I mean, quite impressive at the time for a young man. But you also can't help but sincerely ask yourself, where did he get that? How does a child that young learn how to sing a song that was not even targeted to children in the first place. Again, are these children, as we're mostly told, God gifted with these singing and dancing abilities, or do their parents push it upon them from an early age? Whatever the answer may be, they're found by the talent agent, and this is in 2008. They move across the country, they're trained for what they're supposed to do, even have an appearance ready made for the public, They pretty much go into the Hollywood factory, these young men, and come out with their debut single, My Girl, which effectively launches them into the mainstream music industry, and as they follow up with more singles and a first album, Mindless Behavior chart the billboard and win multiple fans across the world. Those were the good old days. And you'd probably be considered a hater if you said anything bad against them, but... That ship has sailed, so perhaps I can realistically say that as I got older and began to understand life and people just a little bit more, it became clear to me that there were some issues that we all seem to just ignore about mindless behavior and child stars in general. And this was an ignorance that, in hindsight, doesn't really surprise me today as a grown person because we've been guilty of it before in fact the generations before us were probably just as guilty for overlooking the issues that surrounded the child stars of today think Michael Jackson remember him the Jackson 5 and all that has been said about how they were treated as children and yet it's either kept from us or It's given to us, but we kind of find a way to ignore it for the sake of our own entertainment. Consider Justin Bieber, how he blew onto the scene as a very young man. And then as he got closer to adulthood, he started to implode right in front of our eyes. And Hollywood media just took it as entertainment. Another story to make money from. No one really seemed to consider the fact that this was a young man who was getting far too much exposure and carrying a great deal of social expectation at such a young age. Or at least that's how it looked from my perspective. All of this to say, the entertainment industry does not have a great track record with child stars. There are some real issues with how they've been treated and how Even we have been conditioned to receive them. And so I want to talk about some of these issues, obviously with mindless behavior as my main example, but feel free to think along with me and definitely drop a voice note response through the show notes to share any thoughts of your own on this topic. With that being said, the very first issue that is apparent to me when it comes to child stars is that the children in these spaces seem to be very rarely protected. And this goes back to the question of whether or not the child is truly God gifted with their talent to sing or to dance or to act or to entertain, or if what they actually have was forced upon them by the parent or their surrounding influences. Uh, The issue with when they get in these spaces, whether or not they are actually gifted naturally or it was forced upon them, which, you know, if indeed it's the latter, then that presents a whole other problem. But but let's focus on the first one. In the rare case that this child is actually that gifted and they're good enough to make it into the Hollywood entertainment industry, the problem that we seem to notice from the outside and possibly some of us even from the inside, those of us who are part of the entertainment industry, is that the children seem to be very rarely protected. And I have a sneaky feeling that this has to do with the fact that once a child actually gets into those spaces, they cease to become a child anymore. Um, what people see, what talent agents, what marketing agents, what what people in the, the entertainment industry that the business side of the entertainment industry see is their talent. They see their gift. They see money. Uh, the child ceases to become a child. They, they now become more of a business, more of an investment, um, more than they become a child. And that's obviously very concerning considering the amount of Proper nurturing, proper raising that a child actually needs. Um, And and in order for us to actually successfully give the child what they need in the way of raising and nurturing them, then we obviously have to view them more than just a business. We actually have to view them as a child. We actually have to see them as they are, not just an opportunity for us to uh, go viral or to profit from the business, right? And so, it's very interesting to to see when child stars go into these spaces, how people, well, they see the talent, they see the child star, but very few people seem to be asking questions like, will that child be properly nurtured in that environment? Can a child even be nurtured in that sort of environment? And when you consider things like, uh, the profits that a child makes, the money that they get from 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 exposing their talent to the world. Who benefits from that? They, there certainly is somebody benefiting from that. And it'll be very short-sighted of us to actually conclude that, well, of course, the royalties only go to the child and and the child is only interested in that. Whereas it's like, well, if you really have a deeper look into it, there have been multiple stories of parents who have used their children as a sort of free meal ticket to Hollywood, as an opportunity to actually gain a lot of profit. Case in point, Jamie Spears, aka the father of the world famous Britney Spears. Now, you can argue and debate back and forth on whether or not the conservatorship was the right thing to do. Uh, that's a, totally a debate for a different episode and and a a different day altogether. But it's no secret that Jamie stood to benefit a lot from his daughter's career. Let's talk even way before the conservatorship. Let's talk back when Britney was still a child and she blew up as a child star. Her profits were not just going to Britney Spears alone, but there were a lot of other individuals around Britney Spears, typically individuals who are older than Britney Spears, who stood to benefit from her fame and from her success. The same is true for many other child stars. You can go all the way back to the Jackson 5. or you, you, you can bring it to modern day to uh, to Justin Bieber, to Demi Lovato, to the Jonas Brothers. I mean, regardless of whether or not they eventually imploded or if they actually grew up to to be a good example of a child star who grows up in the spotlight and eventually becomes a a well-functioning decent human being regardless of any of that somebody stood to profit from that child's career somebody stood to profit from that child's gift and in these extreme cases of Ch- children who eventually grew up to become dysfunctional adults dysfunctional teens it's clear to see that that person benefited without actually doing their proper diligence do- doing the proper work to actually socialize the child to take care of the child to nurture them and raise them properly um within the spotlight but also away from the spotlight if if that's such a thing and so that's sort of the first issue that i find with Uh, child stars is that they seem to be very rarely protected in these spaces by virtue of the fact that they are viewed more as a business as a commodity than they are as a child which according to my conclusion is a very dangerous thing to do. Children do need to be nurtured after all. The second thing which I find is a problem with child stars is child stars are heavily manufactured We've all seen it with mindless behavior included. The boys had this very stylish look to them. They they obviously have their own sort of signature looks, signature haircuts, signature sunglasses, signature everything. Like they they've got something you can identify them with. And so the boys get a stylish look. In the case of the girls, they get to wear makeup and they they wear these very appealing, very colorful, very attention-grabbing clothes. And the issue with that is it firstly sells a certain standard or a certain trend to young children of what a cool, cool in quotations, of course, boy looks like or what a cool girl looks like. But worse off, I think... And I would argue that this contributes to the sexualization of young children uh, because children, in my opinion, are not supposed to be all dolled up to look attractive or fit the modern day beauty standards. Children are supposed to be children. Uh, if you really think about it, growing up, you didn't really care how you look. You, you, you didn't really care and you weren't very self-conscious about how you looked. it was only when we introduced uh social media and we introduced uh what it means to look like a cool guy we we introduced what it means to look like a cool girl and all the trends that followed up with that that people's levels of awareness around how they look skyrocketed to a very unhealthy standard right like even when my mom told me to pay attention to, to how I look and, and how I dress. Like, like, like it was a basic level of, hey, just take care of yourself not to get dirty. Like like you're wearing your your church clothes or you're wearing your 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 very expensive clothes that I bought from this store. And I don't want to see you like laying on the ground and getting that white t-shirt dirty. Or I don't want to see you coming back home with that jean. Uh, And and the gene has like a hole in it or something, right? Like all those simple things that made sure that you essentially took care of yourself. You essentially looked after your belongings, but you didn't cross-reference and judge yourself against a certain standard that was ultimately unreachable. But when the entertainment industry introduced child stars and mindless behavior and all the rest then the standards of what a cool boy and a cool girl looks like seem to shift and they seem to change. And you even got to a point where, and again, I'm just telling on myself here, you got to a point where you were in sort of primary school, grade six or grade seven, around about there. And girls wouldn't really like you or talk to you unless you had a certain appeal that, related to a mindless behavior. Like 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 you all remember back when girls like these cute boys, you know like 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 it's very funny how nowadays being a manly man and being strong is considered attractive whereas back then for the young girls being a cute little boy, you know, and having your swag and you know making sure you you know you dress proper and all of that and and, and just having this this nice cute little baby face that was appealing that was attractive I mean you had a few girls here and there who went to the side and didn't conform to this like they 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 liked the, the bad boys the dirty guys who were strong and were athletic and everything but 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 there were a significant amount of young girls who really loved this 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 cute i don't even know how to describe it you're like th- this cute little boy star think bts and think what bts today are to to the modern day young girls right it's like like th- there's this certain appeal that young girls seem to be attracted to that it's very unrealistic and like i said very unhealthy at the same time because it's informing their beauty standards and and their standards for for both themselves, but 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 their standards for other young people as well, in a way that can be very unhealthy, very not self accepting, but of course accepting of the standard that Hollywood gives, and eventually we know that, you know, when when it comes to self image and you know the Instagrams and everything else, like it really. It really affects them it really does affect them and so that's an issue it's all fun and games when it's entertainment but then nobody really or very few people at least seem to care enough to start the conversation that well these bands are affecting how young people view themselves they are affecting what young people view as Acceptable as what is right or what is wrong. And their influence is also like going above and trumping the influence of parents and teachers, who ultimately, in my opinion, are supposed to be the main primary influence within the child's life. Like that voice of a parent is supposed to be the only strong voice within that child's life. And that's, you know, with regards to everything, including their appearance. But BTS have come in, mindless behavior came in, and all the young child stars came in, and they sort of redefined that in a way that, like I said, is very unhealthy and, in my opinion, leads obviously to, especially in the case of young girls, the sexualization of young children, um, which is, is never a healthy thing. We know that that's the wrong uh, rabbit hole to go down because where it leads is not very healthy, neither is it very legal, right? Something worth considering. Third of all, the content that these young child stars produce, whether, again, it's by themselves, it's a talent that they just seem to have, God bless them from an early age, or it's something that is thrust upon them. So again, I ask the question of mindless behavior. Who actually wrote the song, My Girl?, Uh, who actually wrote the song Mrs. Right, who who actually came up with that idea. Because, like, if I bring it back to the real world, teenage boys or boys even younger than that should not be singing about romantic relationships as if they know what romantic relationships are. They, They shouldn't be placing themselves for other young children across the world who consume their content as authorities on what it means to woo a girl or or what it means to actually even love someone other than yourself. You get what I'm saying? It's like, who, who wrote those songs? Who, who came up with that idea? And does the parent of this child star or the parents of, of, of these groups Actually approve of that like like do they want their children singing about my girl and Mrs. Wright and what it means to woo a girl like never mind the fact that it's just a song but 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 let's actually look at what the song can produce in the way of influence. is that something that is age appropriate? is that something we should be getting behind? Should we not be getting behind the fact that a child? can, with our support, retain their integrity and simply be a child and do childish things. And before you even ask me what childish things are, I can tell you what, what childish things are not. And that is thinking about sex or, or even, even alluding to the thing, alluding to the concept. That's not something I would want my children to actually talk about or sing about or glorify. I understand that we are supposed to be having healthy conversations around these things with our teenage girls and teenage boys, but when you take it to the point of them actually glorifying it, then we have a different conversation. And so the content, the songs, sometimes even the acting roles that these young people play in, not very age-appropriate, not necessarily what I imagine a parent in their right frame of mind recommending their child to, to get hooked on or recommending to their child as entertainment, right? So another sort of issue worth discussing over there, like y'all are singing about my girl, but you're 13 years of age. I don't know what you know about that. I don't know what you should even know about that at that young age. And I'm not trying to set an unrealistic standard for kids. I mean, I know that they know a whole lot more than we give them credit for. But it's still up to us as older people, as parents, as big brothers, as big sisters, to properly steward what our children listen to, what they glorify, what they dipple and dabble in. I don't think that's an unrealistic standard for older people around children. And if you're still unconvinced, although I know most of you with the right frame of mind actually are around the topic of child stars in Hollywood, then all you really have to do is look at Hollywood's own track record. Like if Hollywood or the entertainment industry worldwide were to come to your door and say, Hey, I want to take your child and I want to make him a star. We think he's very talented and this is, my track, this is my track record, or this is our track record with child stars, then bear in mind that if they are completely honest, they're going to have to mention a number of names that did not end right. The, a number of names that, regardless of whether or not they're still in the entertainment industry, them being a child star didn't actually go too well for them on a personal level. And, and for some of these cases are actually worse than others. So initially, since I'm using mindless behavior as an example, consider the fact that one of their members, Rock Royale, I think is his name, was sentenced to prison. And he was sentenced to prison, charged with battery, robbery, and weapon possession. So not only did it not end very well, like not only did, you know, the band break up and they struggled to catch their glory of the past, but one of them actually ended up going to jail. It's like, if I'm sending my child into the entertainment industry, this is not a result I'm hoping for. And yes, you know, we could say, It's completely on them. It's their responsibility. They got older and they did what they were supposed to do. They made their own decisions. But let's also consider who influenced those decisions or what kind of environment they were in that eventually influenced those decisions. And eventually these people went to jail. Consider Silento. Remember Silento? The guy who who did the Now Watch Me Whip? Now watch me, Nene. Remember that song? It went very viral, I think, in like 2015, 2016 or something. I think it was 2015. He is also incarcerated, awaiting trial, um, because he's been charged with the murder of his cousin. Again, like, I, I don't even know how to explain these things. Like, some of these facts, you're actually going to have to hit up your Google. Like, do your research and find out, how was it that such a young man who shot to fame with a song or shot to fame as a part of a group and showed so many positive signs that parents across the world felt comfortable placing him in front of their children or placing their children in front of him. like, like How is he now charged for murder? What, what is it about Hollywood that seems to... Capture these young people and we see them at their, at their glory, like at the very top of their talent for a number of years. And then a couple of years later, they end up in jail. Or in the case of Demi Lovato, struggle with chronic drug usage at a very early age. And in the case of Demi Lovato as well, she was also about 18 when she first overdosed and she has a history of self-harming. And again, this is a child. This is a very young person who is being received as a great actress and a great singer. Like like we all love and appreciate her when it comes to that. But nobody seems to be taking care of her in that area. Consider Lindsay Lohan or Amanda Bynes, who actually spoke out of of her drug usage and how, you know, it really became dark going through it in Hollywood as a Hollywood star and as a young person actually going through this, right? So, So it's like, what is it about this industry that seems to turn young innocent people into how do you know how to describe it troubled individuals troubled individuals is, is the best way to describe it it's like there's so many examples that i can't even mention all off the top of my head and sometimes it's it's not completely the the child going off and doing something but but other times of course it is the media harassing the child it is the media over sexualizing them and 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 this is the same media that would have you believe that they stand for something right and they are a good voice of authority on certain issues and yet you know in the case of a young mara wilson mara wilson is the young girl who played matilda if you've ever watched the movie she was about 13 and even younger than that when she she kept on receiving sexual harassment from the media and the public and and there's so many other examples as well of celebrities young celebrities who who can't even be normal people never mind normal children but normal people when they walk out of their own house when they go out in public it's always harassment on top of harassment um these very vile comments on top of vile comments just, you know, with the intention of making them respond out of character and say something out of character or with the intent of buying a story, right? What, What is it about Hollywood that seems to turn beautiful, innocent children into troubled individuals, troubled adults? All you have to do is look at their track record. This is why I can't even be convinced by those uh, young child stars who are still having a career in Hollywood and, and, and things actually went well for them, all power to them. But, but what is it with this other track record, which, by the way, I don't even care if it's one child. One child is enough. One individual is enough. Because if we value life and and, and we value the lives of children like we say we do, then we shouldn't even wait for me to mention 10 different names or or any other source to mention 15 different child stars who have went through this before somebody does something or before somebody recognizes that there is an issue. One life is enough, right? So it's very disruptive, It's a very disruptive thing to think about and and a very sad thing to think about as well because, again, on the one hand, you love your entertainment. You love to see people genuinely show off their talent and and be well-recognized for it, well-compensated for it. But you don't want to hear what comes with this fame, what comes with this level of notoriety, what comes with you know, having so many eyes and ears all on you and, and having, you know, this amount of people or that amount of people all looking at you and demanding, demanding you to perform, demanding of you to be profitable and to actually chart the the the, the billboard and, you know, to, to sell records or or to sell books or, or or to get people looking at you on reality TV or looking at, at your show, watching your movie. It, it, it's so much pressure and it's a type of pressure I do not believe the industry is right to put on children. I, I don't think that this type of pressure was even designed for young people. And therefore, I don't think young people should be in the industry. That's sort of my big conclusion from, from this episode and in this conversation in just thinking about it. It's like if, if you're going to deal with children, then you're either going to deal with them in a way that is very protective of their needs, very protective of their young, innocent minds and hearts, or you're not going to deal with children at all that's the standard in other spheres of influence where children are involved i'm a teacher and i can tell you that's the standard in education that's the standard in schools that's the standard in churches that's even the standard in homes if you cannot guarantee the safety of the child then you should not be dealing with the child at all but again it's probably more than just a hollywood issue like 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 the devil is not just the industry the devil is also the people who have their children and, and place them in this sort of industry with the hopes of hitting the jackpot and, you know, looking to use their child to to basically profit financially and, and profit in terms of fame in one way or another. And this is not just child stars in, in the entertainment industry, but but this can also apply to child stars in sports. Right? Like, like, like if you if you know of any cases or any situations where they are placed in the spotlight and they just implode by virtue of the fact that nobody is there looking after them. Nobody is there to protect them. But everybody is there, including their parent, mind you. Sad enough. Everyone is there to exploit them. To, to gain something from their talent. To gain something from their gift. Then... It's a very sad reality, very sad world we live in. I don't think children should at all be in this industry. And that's the problem I have with children in Hollywood. The problem I have, as the episode title suggests, with child stars. And of course, I don't mean to solve the whole world's problems with any of these episodes. But I do hope to start some kind of conversation by simply sharing my thoughts, raw as they are, informed as much as possible as they are, and and, and just start a conversation that can get people to think and, and maybe even you know, reach the ears of somebody who is considering becoming a child star or considering supporting somebody who's going to become a child star. My conclusion is not so much that You shouldn't take that opportunity, particularly if indeed it is something that God has given to you as a gift and as a talent. And if if indeed it is God's purpose for you to be a child star, be famous, be on social media, be active and impact the world in one way or another. That's not so much my argument. It, It isn't that you shouldn't do it, but it is that there is a lot of caution that I believe needs to be taken around these young child stars you you have to be careful of an awful lot when it comes to placing your child underneath the spotlight of people's gaze of people's criticism of people's inappropriate looks inappropriate comments of people's judgment right right in in many cases i actually prefer to let the child be the child be a child and actually let them grow and, and and decide for themselves if they want to go under that total spotlight but but putting them under that spotlight with the hopes of vicariously living through them or or putting them under that spotlight with, with the hopes of profiting from them pretty much exploiting them is wrong it's never right no matter how much entertainment we can get from it like like we value our entertainment strongly but i can tell you right now that there are a lot of sane-minded individuals who who can genuinely say i value my entertainment but i don't value my entertainment that much to watch a young child sacrifice their childhood sacrifice their life just for my click just for my view just for my own pleasure you hear what i'm saying so once again it's a thought worth thinking about. As always, I'd like to hear what you think. Remember, it's a confession of a creative conversationalist, but the only way we can have a conversation is if we, is if we both participate in the conversation. That, that's the only way it's possible. So, remember, there's a link in the description. Click on it. Send in a voice note. Give me your thoughts on the topic. And let me know what you think about child stars in Hollywood. Am I a little too harsh in my views? Am I standing in the right place when it comes to this? Or or what other examples of child stars, successful or unsuccessful, can you give to agree or disagree with the conversation? It's worth hearing your thoughts and, and it'll maybe even help you know frame my own thoughts on this topic and on this conversation and i really appreciate to hear from you regardless in any case it's good to be back it really is good to be back i really did struggle from a creative block for what now feels like months i think it's at least a month or two that i've been out but i did come up with the interlude so thankfully that was a good um sort of you know first step back And regardless, I'm going to keep pushing to produce these episodes, bring you more conversations and confessions. And once again, I'd love to hear from you regarding all things confessions and whatever it is I'm talking about in any given week. Looking forward to talking a little bit more with you guys. And once again, my name is Martin King and you have just listened to Confessions of a Creative Conversationalist. We'll talk soon.